The naming of full moons was especially popular with the Algonquin tribes, who often noted the May full moon as the flower moon. This year, the full flower moon takes place on May 26th and coincides with several other lunar events on the same day. The first coincidence is that it'll also be a supermoon, that time when the moon is at its closest point to Earth in its elliptical orbit. That means it will look slightly larger and brighter than normal. How much bigger and brighter? Its size is only about 7% larger than average, which is barely noticeable even to the seasoned observer. But its increased brightness is somewhat noticeable at about 16% brighter than average. Finally, in another twist of luck, a total lunar eclipse will take place right at the moment of full moon. This is when the moon passes through the Earth's shadow, giving it an eerie reddish glow because of the colors that pass through the Earth's atmosphere. This is why a total lunar eclipse is also sometimes called the blood moon. Unfortunately for those of us in the eastern third of the United States, virtually none of the eclipse, even the partial phases, will be visible. If you're located at the longitude of Colorado or westward, you can see all of totality, which only lasts about 14 minutes. That's because the moon will not pass through the deepest part of the Earth's shadow this time around. To give you a comparison, the total lunar eclipse coming up in 2029 will spend almost two hours in totality, one of the best in over a century. But at least you'll have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to give this moon a long name, a superflower blood moon. With the Delta College Planetarium in Bay City, I'm Mike Murray.